What are you doing, Step Cicada? <laughs> So hope you appreciated the intro. We have no coop today. We subbed him in for the Blue Demon DePaul Degenerate. B triple D's. Uh, so we're going to have a long interview with him where we just bullshit and talk the most important thing in the world, Andy, which is DePaul basketball, DePaul supremacy forever. Andy, I got to know how you're doing because Coop's gone. So different intro. And then I've heard you have a, uh, a story to tell. I, I'm sitting down. I'm Indian style. I'm ready to hear a story. Uh, so... Um, if you ask me how I'm doing, I'm actually, uh, pretty fucking miserable. Other than Xavier. Uh, other than, yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, Xavier and the Bengals are big, bright spots for the weekend, but my weekend got started off with an absolute fucking nightmare. So, here's the thing. I'm a quick intro. You were supposed to be in Florida, and you did not end up in Florida. I Go. did not end up in Florida. So, as some people know, uh, my sister is a uh, swimmer at the University of Florida. She is now a senior this year. Uh, me, as one who has never been to the, the city of Gainesville to see her swim, was rather excited to be at her senior night. It was, it was supposed to be her senior night, her last swim at the O-Dome. And uh, so we, I took off work. On, we were flying down Thursday night, going to uh, spend uh, for the meet there Friday, going to have a big dinner, meet a lot of the family, hang out with her boyfriend's family who was from Florida. Inside of Florida. Yeah, and... The Florida in January can't really be that bad. Um, wouldn't know because so we we had our we had our flight. Um, we we had a connection from uh, CVG, which is in Northern Kentucky, by the way. Uh, and then we had a connector. We we're supposed to fly into Charlotte and have a two-hour layover. Where we can like you know eat dinner, relax, and kind of get ready for the next hour and a half long flight um, into two Jacksonville. Hour Two-hour layover, flying to Jacksonville, get picked up there, and then drive into Gainesville. We just was real smooth. Was not, in case you were wondering. <laughs> um, so it all starts. I mean, uh, we get we we get to the airport early. We have time to you know, get a snack, um, sit by the gate. We board on time, and take off smooth. No, did not crash. That's that's, that's kind of good sometimes. Um, Prefer and so we're about like four, it's about a, so it's an hour long flight into Charlotte, and we're about forty five minutes in, and they're like, well, "Ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, experiencing Charlotte experiencing some weather. We are going to have to touch down in Raleigh." Which so keep in mind, Raleigh is east of Charlotte. Okay, Raleigh is east of Charlotte. Yes, so we tu- we have to redirect and touch down in Charlotte, in, in Raleigh, um, Raleigh, yeah, Raleigh, like Raleigh Durham Air- Airport, which is like you know Duke's there, very bad vibes. We don't like it there, so we touch down there because Charlotte is experiencing a thunderstorm. So we we're 
down there for maybe 45 minutes. They finally give us the all. Charlie gives the all clear for planes to start coming back in. Keep there are like 12 planes that did not touch down on Charlie that, that all had to get redirected to Raleigh. So there are 12 planes that are not supposed to, uh, that are not supposed to be there that they have to find a time to take off and head towards Charlotte. So first of all, we finally get the good to go because the um, the storm it is no longer in Charlotte. Again, moving east, and oh yeah, I like where this is going. Yeah, um, so we we start backing out and we start move, like getting ready to take off. It starts fucking pouring down rain, like absolute monsoon and thunder going everywhere. We get delayed again, so it's like it is. We we originally touched down in in Raleigh about seven thirty ish, about nine fifteen. It's hey, like, ever uh. PM. Uh, okay. So not an IT. Post okay. post morning, and yeah. so it just starts fucking monsooning. Eventually, like they like okay, it was a quick storm, but they have to do an inspection. Uh, keep in mind, they're they're also what like twelve other uh, planes that need need to get going. So we have a very small window. They, it's about nine fifteen. They give us the all clear. Then they're like, oh, I'm sorry, everybody. They did not get us our inspection numbers in time, and we missed our window. We are going to be here for another hour. So, we're we're still. Did you get the nice collective groan from the entire plane? What? You get the nice collective groan from all the people on the plane. Like basically, everybody just like put their heads down. Like, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Like, like we were supposed to have a connecting flight about eight thirty, so we missed already missed that one. We got put on a different flight about like you know, ten eleven fifteen ish. Um. So the original like flights kept getting pushed back, pushed back. Then they're like, you know what? Fuck it, let them go. We put on it. Put a, we got put on a different one, and we finally start taking off toward Charlotte about maybe nine forty-five. So we get to Charlotte maybe about ten fifteen. Like, all right, we have a gate. It's just occupied right now. As soon as that plane moves and offboards, then we'll, we'll we'll go into that gate. Then, like that, that plane apparently takes forever to um to unload, so they give us a different gate. Okay, we have a new gate, so they start uh rolling toward that one. Oh, sorry everybody, that gate got stolen. Another plane just took it. How do you steal an entire gate? Know, they, they took they took an entire gate. Like they, they like picked it up yeah. and like took it away. And... I'm, I'm, I'm interesting. This is Coop. That's Coop's thing. How do you steal an entire gate? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, four or five people like just pick it up. On three, <laughs> yeah, and so then finally we get a third gate. Our 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 flight, so we miss our second flight. We keep in mind, like, and I have not eaten since noon this day. It is about eleven twenty at this point, and we so we we completely like say like we completely have no chance to uh, get food after like after we get off this plane. I've been on this plane for seven hours, and. Going so, to Charlotte. Yeah, going to fucking Charlotte. <laughs> I don't even want to like be in Charlotte. Charlotte. I didn't even want to be in Jacksonville, but that's where I had to go. But I, I'm in fucking Charlotte. Not even. I'm sitting there thinking, all right, and we have another hour and a half long flight after this. And so we finally find a gate. It's like 1120. Our next flight's at 1148. And the, they put in the, they park the gate, park inside the gate. And we hear the, on the intercom. Everybody, there's someone on their on this plane that can make their next flight. Make way so that she can through. I'm like, well, 
we can make our next flight. Can we go? No. Like, like, no, you cannot make your next flight. We legitimately stand there for an extra 10 minutes. So we're, I stand in the same spot for another 10 minutes because we're in the back of the plane. They have to filter out. Then we we finally get off the plane and start. It's a it's a thir- about a 13 minute walk to our next gate. Oh, we fucked. are full. We have about six minutes. We are full sprinting, full sprinting. It takes us about takes eight minutes to get there. We missed this flight by two minutes. I shit you not. So we missed this flight by two minutes. So if they did not make a stand there for another ten minutes, we would have made it. So we're like that's another like that's another L. So that's about five L's at this point. Like we just feel defeated at this point. We're like you know what? All right, let's just find the next flight. Let them know we had, we had food set up because like, like my parents were supposed to meet us in Jacksonville. They were gonna stop on stop at Wendy's and get it um and pick up pick up some food then meet us uh meet us at the airport and we were gonna eat on the way to Gainesville. Um, so uh, we had we at least had that to look forward to. No, um, we find out in um Charlotte that there are no more flights that day. Wendy's nuts. We missed the last flight to Jacksonville. Like, well, you guys can fly in. Uh, you guys can fly out of here tomorrow at three o'clock. Well, the meet's God at three. Damn. Um. So no, we're not going to do that. And so we're like, oh, all right. Let's okay. Let's find a rental car and get a and get a hotel. We'll leave it like four in the morning. Get get to Gainesville by twelve. Oh God. And so. We stand in line for about a half hour. It's about like, you know, 12, 15 when we get in line. We stand in line for about maybe 15 minutes, half hour. And they're like, if you guys did not reserve your rental car by 11 o'clock, then I can't help you. You might as well get out of line. Like, well, shit. Okay, I mean, there's another L. We just feel completely defeated. We can't get food because every restaurant in the air- in the entire airport is um, is closed. It's like, 12.45 in the morning and like wandering around. Okay. Let's start looking at hotels. Oh, by the way, we called all, we called nine hotels. They're all booked. Like, What the fuck am I supposed to do? Like we have five people here. One of like, and we're all like exhausted, full of anxiety and just completely defeated. Have no fucking clue what to do. And like, I guess we're laying in the airport. So we fi- finally find a spot in the in the airport. We wander around that airport about three or four times, looking for a spot to just lay down. And eventually, we f- we see one of the baggage claim areas. We also see like the top of the baggage claim area, which is like carpeted. It's like peak. No one's ever slept there territory. Like we can make history. The first people to sleep in this part of the on on this part of the airport. So, um, <laughs> hang uh, we hop up there and start laying down. Then we get told to get off. Um. So we lay lay our bags down and start uh, laying down next. I'm like, there's got to be a hotel. Look on booking.com and find a hotel in five minutes. And so, all right, cool. We found a hotel. Don't have a rental car, but, you know. I was going to say, how many hotels in Charlotte are going to be booked? Apparently <laughs> nine. Well, the <laughs> tenth one was also this hotel. It was a day's in. You remember our hotel in Myrtle Beach? Yeah. Same layout, oh, same size, only the sink was completely intact. Wasn't a great hotel, if I'm being completely honest with you. No, it was not. It was not. If anybody does not know, our hotel in Myrtle Beach when we went on our golf trip 
if you put water in the sink, it did, like, did not drain through a pipe. It just went straight to the floor. But this one at least had a pipe. Um, so we stayed there at least like the only W of the day is that we had a bed. Then like throughout, uh, while we were waiting for the hotel, like I got a call from my dad and they were like, yeah, we just changed our flight. We just changed your flight home to tomorrow. So you guys could just go home as there was no point in, uh, going to Florida. We just flew to Charlotte, stayed a night there and flew home. Hell yes. That is my final bit of PTO for the year. So glad I spent it on that. And I am never, ever going to Charlotte again. How was Charlotte? Did you have a good time? Um, no, I did not. And like the worst part is like the, um, you get to see the city. (laughs) I saw, so the airport in days in. (laughs) And the wild part is like, so we, like when we were walking through the airport at night, like everybody's just defeated. They're about, the 12 flights worth of people that just like missed everything and they can't go anywhere or stranded and it's just completely like it's a funeral in there it's just just reaps of death so like everybody's just sad miserable pissed off then like there's legitimately no life in that entire airport we we get back from our hotel like the next day we get we uber back to the airport to get ready for our flight we're just gonna have have lunch there um and then get on our flights and just make it the fuck home and we get there they have pianos playing uh so they have live music everybody's just like um, all jolly going to restaurants drinking beer everybody's having a good old time getting ready for their flights i'm like we really gotta fucking use this yesterday if we were begging for death right that's what's bullshit about airports is they can just completely bone you like that and it's like well you got your money yeah like you know eat shit I, <laughs> that's such horseshit. I mean, they, enjoy they your night. They completely ruined the whole weekend. Then you have yeah. to spend extra money getting a hotel, getting a fucking Uber. All this fucking—it's such air, dude. Airport air yeah. airlines are the complete yeah. vein of life. If anybody's wondering, we flew American Airlines. I don't recommend it because they screwed the pooch twice. Um, one like, by not I getting guess... the inspection numbers in, and two by telling us we couldn't make our flight when we missed it by two minutes. Yeah, fucking stupid. It's a good All weekend. Right. But if there's silver lining, I got to watch some Xavier basketball and I got to watch the Bengals. I'm a little upset if I'm going to be completely honest. I thought the story was going to involve a female. I was driving out to a female's house and she said like she couldn't hang out or something. So I had to drive all the way back home because I didn't know the whole context. But still, I think that the people of the podcast will enjoy some Andy misery. I mean, everybody loves it. Everybody loves when I'm sad. <laughs> this is Mike Saver's dream right here. Mike Saver just busted a nut to that story. <laughs> and so did Lucy Lou. That is <laughs> what are you doing, Step Saver? <laughs> um yeah, he's absolutely loving loving that loving that artistic uh work from you right there. But but in other news, luckily Xavier saved the day. Xavier did save like so I had a really good Sunday because I mean uh it started off like we were like Marquette went up like what, twelve to three. Yeah, like, it was terrible. It, it, like we we were not we we're not make we're not we're not making shots. They were they they made what their first four shots that lefty could not fucking miss. So I'm like, oh cool. man, like is this just gonna be my bad luck of the entire weekend? And turns out 
we were ready to score with them. It really just taught me that we are going to score with anybody on this fucking in this fucking country. There's not a damn team in this country that that can outscore us. You're gonna have to stop us, which can be possible, but not likely. Especially when Sule Boom decides to be second half Sule Boom and hit from fucking everywhere. Get this thing fucking over with. All right, so we are back. So this is I, Andy. I can't believe this Zoom room is still active. Uh, how the fuck? Okay, so <laughs> you'll you'll hear it later. Charlotte, this is the flight to Charlotte podcast. <laughs> it really fucking is. Like there's just delay after fuck delay after delay. So you'll hear it later in our interview with. Oh, so we're about to have BDD on. If you don't know him, Big Blue Demon Degenerate, Big Big D, uh, Big Diesel. <laughs> uh, and my Wi-Fi decided. You know what? Fuck you. You're not recording a smooth podcast today. And it went out like three times. And I just like disappeared. And, owls, yeah, sirens. so you will you will hear random points where we just like change conversation. And those are the points where my Wi-Fi went out. And honestly, I'm I didn't feel like fucking editing it. I have yeah, I mean, one hour to edit. It. Lunch break. Yeah, like it's fucking and midnight. I have to we're, eat ready too, to, so. we're ready to go to fucking bed. Yeah, I'm not fucking editing it. So when it just goes to random conversation, just know my Wi-Fi went out. But yeah. BDD is funny as fuck, so. Cut him a break. He lives in fucking Kentucky. Yeah, seriously. Like, I, I, I live in Cincinnati, Kentucky. I mean, all things considered, you sound crystal clear for Kentucky. I mean, it sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. It might just cut out of Randomly, like, Kentucky, that, for Kentucky I'm Wi-Fi, like, we're, we're, we're balling. I might just anyway, disappear. Like, we all know maybe, how good and Northern Kentucky Wi-Fi is. Let's put this bitch on ice. Let's get the fuck out of Charlotte. So, all is well in Xavier land. All is well. We're, dude, honestly, it couldn't be any better. 11 games in a row, seven of those being the Big East. It's, it's honestly, I mean, you start this season, it's fucking ideal. I mean, a couple games could have gone our way between Indiana and Gonzaga, but um, you could not have asked for anything even close to better than having a single digit next to your name at this point oh, of the season. We, we, have, we have a fucking nutsack next to our name. An infinity nutsack. An, in, an infinite a, a nutsacks. Nut, a nutsack for this. What the fuck are we even doing at this point? But <laughs> um, but Sean's got the boys rolling, and then obviously you can't look too far ahead, but you've got DePaul, obviously a powerhouse, DePaul. And then Georgetown, the, the Georgetown roulettes coming up. So uh, this should be... Nine and zero in the Big East, and and you don't want to jinx or anything, but that's if you believe in jinxes, you're kind of an idiot. So you should be nine and zero going into our next real game, which it's midnight, and I'm blanking on who that is. Um, but all is well, man. All is fucking well. Can't do much better. Yeah. Big East stars to lose. And uh, like people, people kind of like laughed at us when they picked us number two in the Big East at the beginning of the season, and like now it's really, I was a little skeptical of it because I'm like, I mean. We just saw them completely full, but like we we're really seeing the Sean Miller effect. Man, that dog has just got us fucking rolling. The trains are on the fucking tracks, and unreal. they aren't coming off. It's unreal, dude. Okay, so the next game after this is uh, is at UConn on uh, on January 25th, which is going to be right, a so monster game. So, yeah, that, that's another uh, trap game. <laughs> another trap game, absolutely. But, but yeah, dude, it's just been incredible. Uh, watched the game with my dad. It was honestly an awesome experience. You know, it's me and my dad watching us beat Marquette. Um, and then just being able to pull these games out. I mean, I think the Creighton game and the Marquette game were both teams where the other team brought it. 
I mean, they really, really brought a really tough game to Centos and to continue to close these games out has been incredibly impressive. I mean, it, this team just also just looks so much different than we did in the beginning of the season. You have so yeah. much confidence. It knows its identity. It's just fun to watch. This, this group really knows who they are. And everybody's, like, come, uh, like accepting their role. And, like, we, we heard a quote from Sean Miller uh, uh, about his, his three against Creighton. And he said, uh, the, like, him taking threes is just between me and Jerome. Like, so it kind of <laughs> sounds like he was not supposed to take that three, even though he fucking splashed it. So yeah. <laughs> we might not see that again. And then a heat check. And he's shooting 33%. Yeah. That's hey, not bad. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> if, if you had told me Jerome was going to shoot 33% to do this year, I would have taken it. I would have taken the under, but. If you told me Sule Boom was going to shoot like 53% from three, I think I might have taken it. Gun to my head, I think I probably would have taken it if I had to choose. God, that kid can make a fucking free throw with the best of them. He is the closest thing I've seen since two Holloway as far as a clutch shooter is concerned, especially a free throw shooter. I mean, and here we are talking about free throws again. I mean, I feel like we're just really beating a dead horse there, but we just really cannot emphasize how important practicing free throws when you're tired is, and he clearly does that. The funniest thing, dude, like – my dad and I, the game's over. We're starting to bullshit around the, with the fans around us or whatever. This old woman, got to be in her 70s or 80s, taps us on the shoulder. And she's like, how fun is it to see Xavier make free throws to end a game? I never thought I'd see it. I'm dead ass. 80-year-old lady. We're like, yeah. <laughs> Where were you sitting? <laughs> we were in the upper bowl, believe it or not. I like to think that she was in the lower bowl, but she's like been blowing through her retirement money. So then she had to go up to the upper bowl. I mean, she definitely has that lower bowl mentality where, like, you know. Oh, no question. She was in the lower probably... bowl of uh, of the garden, for sure. Cincinnati Gardens, no question. Oh, was there even an upper bowl? <laughs> I think there was, to be honest. I, I went to one game when I was, like, three or four, and I don't remember it super well. I have pictures, though. Uh, I just miss those old, like, analog jumbotrons with, like, the big hands. Uh, it, that was Those are fun days. Um, anyway, uh Anything else, Andy, uh, before we go into this gauntlet week of DePaul and Georgetown? No, I mean, I think we pretty much summed it up. I mean, the we just it's, a, it's not like we got to be ready. Like, we got through the, the easy part of the schedule between Creighton and Marquette. Now he's got to really focus on outscoring DePaul and Georgetown. Dude, the Georgetown roulettes, man. I'm telling you, I'm sweating. Like, it's I mean, Georgetown... we, saw, we saw Georgetown put up a – oh, we saw, we saw Villanova put up a – get a tough, gritty win against Georgetown. <laughs> It did. We saw two basement Big East teams go at it. <laughs> Georgetown and Nova, as we all predicted. And then I got to do one more thing before we cut to, the, to our interview with the Blue Demon Degenerate. Can we just flame the Big East barroom real quick for calling Jordan Crawford the best savior NBA player? Yeah, okay, time? yeah, for sure. Real quick. <laughs> I imagine it just would take a five-second Google search. Like, I like my fa- th- their defense is we forgot about David West when we did our research. <laughs> There's also James Posey, Brian Grant, Tyrone yeah. Hill. I mean, like, even Derek Brown probably had a better NBA career than Jordan. I mean, like, uh, no, J- Jordan was definitely better than Derek Brown, but uh, – How uh, Jordan – Jordan didn't do much in the NBA. He, did he, he like, averaged like twelve and a half points a game over like four seasons. But four seasons. But I looked at I looked at James Posey. James Posey had like, James Posey had like a twelve year career. Yeah, Posey was a dog, and he has two rings. <laughs> like Posey was one like was honestly one of the six best players on those like championship Celtics teams. Like yeah, like it's I, just the stupidest fucking thing. Like Jordan Crawford's like not even top five, no. and and he's like tied for like seven through fourteen maybe. Like it's just so. Fucking stupid. 
like Jesus. That I saw that, and this is this is a day removed from them like cornering me into following them, and now not a good start. Yeah, and then then I see that I'm like, guys, you're not helping yourself out. All right, Andy. Before we cut to the interview, last question I got for you: Big East Bar Room or Charlotte, North Carolina? <laughs> Pull the fucking trigger. Here's Blue Team Degenerate. Want to make an airplane noise? Or is it too soon? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Welcome to Charlotte. You guys shouldn't be talking about jacking off. You know, like, thanks for listening. And she's like, how come there was no visual component? <laughs> I want to meet her. And he got Lucy, a couple of like, why wasn't yeah. why wasn't BDD doing like performing oral on camera? What the hell? Like you can't make people happy. <laughs> like you're you're either doing porn or not. You're you're being a, a yeah. Like I can't make people happy. We got to create two forms of content, Andy. That's that, that's our- my favorite um, UConn fan on Twitter. Her profile picture is just like a like a like a covered bridge, and her <laughs> name is just like Mary, like a bunch of numbers, and she's like. The biggest hater of all time, Andy. That's your that's your girl. That, that's exactly yeah. her. That's exactly like that's the, the instance that, that brought that up. That's what he was talking about. Oh god, yeah, that, yeah. that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh god, that's gross. Somebody sounds like somebody gone. died over here. <laughs> Fucking somebody, either there's a fire or somebody's okay. Some, probably behind a burning building. Yeah, I'm in Pac-12 territory, not even uh, Mountain West. Oh, technically, Big Twin, Big Ten territory. Yeah, I, I I've made that joke like ten times already. The Rose Bowl to talk and stuff. coming back. No, we need to get the graphic going, my boy. Which graphic? The uh, the map graphic. Well, I'm I'm gonna make that uh, video. I hope that I'm they actually. Keep, I hope they make a new one for the Big Ten, and it's just like twenty seconds of just panning across the entire United States. <laughs> They, that, that's. I hope they start in like Japan because it sets up. Because the old one, they started in California with the Rose Bowls to to tee up USC and UCLA. I hope the next one starts in like Malaysia, so that it doesn't rule out the possibility of them expanding even farther west. They start at Pluto and then pass Kyle <laughs> Neptune and then get all the, then get all the way. But I'm gonna make um I'm gonna make an edit. I was gonna make it earlier. I was hoping someone else would do it. Um, cause that they ruined that commercial. They had that really good song. I don't even know what it is. And then now that same commercial has a different song. It sucks. So I was going to do one for the big East, but then I realized how hard that would be. Cause like they stop in Michigan and stuff and they stop in like Minnesota and there's nothing yeah. there in the big East. So I'm going to go like really, really low budget and cross out Michigan and Michigan state and just put Yukon and Providence and say like, like asterisks pretend this is the East coast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it'll be great. You guys will be over uh, Ohio State. Um, how we initially, like I was going to have the pizza ATM there, and then whatever <laughs> monument every college has that acts like they're it's important. Yeah, is there yeah. one at the ball? Um, yeah, we have uh, a gate that we act like is really cool, but it's just right. it's just like a gate. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, then we have game. like love a good gate. We have the Sears Tower. We claim like the whole city, which is kind of a cop out, but we do. We claim like the Sears Tower and stuff. What's your favorite <laughs> funny DePaul tradition? Hey, let's like say that for the actual pod. 
Aren't we doing the actual pod? I thought we were doing the pod. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, we haven't done any introduction or anything. <laughs> well, I think the I think their lack of introduction was an introduction. I think we were just kind of. I wish we were live. I wish people were listening to us live, and we were just wondering when we were going to talk about. That would be a fucking issue. basketball or big east, <laughs> anything like that. Well, here's um, all right, fellas. So let's talk to the listeners real quick, Andy. And in case it wasn't official, we are officially talking to the blue demon degenerate and the only thing in the world and the only thing in the world that matters, which is the Paul basketball. Glad to be here. Happy Roll to block. have you. Roll fucking block. <laughs> so let's start with what all the people want to hear about, which is masturbation. Uh, you know, how many times per week we think in, uh, we have a routine or. Um, I've cut it down lately just cause moving to LA is stressful, you know, big city. You've moved permanently. Um, that's right. Yeah, I yeah. I thought you were just there on business. I'm sorry, I was confused. No, no, I'm here now. People, people think I'm kidding too. There's a uh, uh, wavy Patty, Xavier Twitter user. Shout out to him. He's he's a really cool guy. Xavier yes, fan. We yeah, Patty. He, he DM'd me like a couple hours ago and was like, "Hey man, you're gonna be at the game tomorrow?" And I was like, "No, I live in LA." He's like, "That's sick." But like some people are like, "Yeah, okay, man, you could have just told me. Like you didn't want to go." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, no, you could just said no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I live uh, in Australia. Yeah, like per- pretty permanently. That's why I hope like the demons or someone has like some random tournament out here. They play like a home and home with uh, Pepperdine. Pretend I'm Zoe 101 for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that can't What's the question? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say probably like five five times a week, maybe six. That campus is gorgeous. <laughs> Pepperdine? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wait, so, goes uh, in and you do that because of your line at work, right? Yeah, you know, you got to keep uh, you're dealing with mustard, you know, real above the shoulders mustard shit. Have you ever filmed in a have you ever filmed at Pepperdine's campus before? I haven't even been over there. I think it's in like it's way north. It's on the coast somewhere in some town. It's not near the pollution of L.A. and all the all the grime around all the sirens. Yeah, I don't think they have police and fire department up there. What's up? What's your favorite non-DePaul demon slash devil in college basketball? You got Arizona okay, State, so Sun let's break Devils. Down. Got, yeah, let's, yeah let's go. Uh, let's start somewhere in the realm of the direction of East with Central Connecticut State. Yes. They are the Blue Devils. Yes. Uh, I believe, yeah, because they're not the demons, I would the know. The horny Blue Devils. That guy's carrying a big old horn. Yeah. yeah they got. He's got two of them, doesn't he? Or like, or like he crazy. might. Is he double fisting? Um... Oh, I thought you were talking about his head. I'm I'm picturing a logo with his head where he's horned oh. up. He's also carrying something very pointy. I'm, I'm looking at that, that, that could possibly require two fists. <laughs> that might have been yeah. a so, go, ahead, go ahead and continue. I'll do but he's, he's 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 okay. Uh, I get the feeling they kind of copied Duke there. Although there's there's going to be some like Central Connecticut fan that's it's like actually they copied us. Some, uh, <laughs> I don't think it's very inventive, but um, oh, would you consider it the horniest fan base in the state? Central Connecticut? Oh, in the state. Yes. Um, Hartford. There's. Okay. They were so horny they tipped over and died. <laughs> Have been <laughs> they were, there. They blew their load. <laughs> so. Gross. Um, Sorry, Mary Lou. What are, what are the other options? I'm a. I'm trying to skip around. The the, the obvious one ones. That, yeah, because uh, I think I have an answer for this, but I want to get to it last. You're taking Sun Devils um, or Blue Devils? 
I'm taking Sun Devils. I think it's oh, raw as hell. Um, so you're a big Sun mass- guy. Thumbs? Sun. Oh, Sun. Yeah. <laughs> How do we feel about Thumbs? <laughs> now that we're on the topic. Uh, posable or? It's got to be opposable. Yeah, it's got yeah, to be opposable. I'm a big fan. <laughs> um, I like the Sun Devil. I like mascots that are like a little cartoonish, you know? A little like the Oregon Duck. Great mascot. Blue do that. Blue do that. The book do devils. Uh, their mascot's a little too serious for me. That little. Does he have a name? That's a good question. I actually can't think of if he does or not. Grayson Allen. <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he takes himself a little too seriously. He's kind of a douche. I like the Sun Devils. You know that guy squats a ton because he's always in there picking up chicks in the weight room. Don't know if you guys have ever seen the Arizona State uh, squat rack, but it is always full. Um, nice. Yeah. And uh, Sun Devil is cool because it's sort of like a abstract concept. You know, like, what is it? I don't know, but it sounds awesome. Right. And it sounds like it's something you'd find in uh, Phoenix. He looks like, yes, like he has a good time. Yeah. He looks like he So I'm party. a big fan. He looks like he's wearing pajamas, I think, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he looks he's, like he has a good time. My kind of guy. And that, he, that he, campus also seems relatively fun. Yeah, he seems like he, he'd go for like uh, – he'd party real hard, then wake up, break a sweat, climbing like um, um, Camelback. Some mountain in Arizona. Yeah. 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 Cool. So. so here's the thing. So I really want to talk about this because DePaul basketball obviously rules the world. It's the only thing that mm-hmm. matters. The only thing we care yeah. about. Our world Behind the around What did it feel like, you know, to beat – you know, a bottom dweller in Villanova. Is that just another game, or did you guys were you worried you were going to overlook them because they're just you know towards the bottom of the Big East? Or how kind of a trap game feel, right? Well, when you're yeah. yeah, when you're playing a game like Nova, you don't really want to like you don't want to look too far ahead because it's like you Easy don't want to do. think like you don't want to think like oh it's just Nova like you don't want to give them you know they're going to be amped up because they're playing DePaul. It's like you know DePaul is the premier team in the conference, and it's like every team that plays DePaul is like all right, this is our Super Bowl. You know, yeah. So you don't want to you don't want to give them that atmosphere. You definitely don't want to like succumb to them mid game and be like, you know, oh wow, they think that it's close, so they think like, oh, they're the underdog and they're they got the upper hand or they got the the, the dog in them as as they say, you know. So um, you really can't overlook a team like that, uh, but eventually, you know, you just step on them. So because eventually, was- even even those even though. In those close underdog games, I that that the underdog might think they have a chance, they might be playing like they want it more, but then at the yeah. end, talent always just wins. Cream rises, yeah. And uh, uh Tony Stubblefield's hyper futuristic spread offense really just, I mean, <laughs> the hell, it's How like a, it's like a light switch. Where's the where's the pulse on Stubbs right now? It, I think it's too early. That's the consensus. Yeah. I know that that dumb piece of shit, Zach Braziller. The other day, it was like, oh my God, I don't see the difference between him and Dave Leto. It's like an asinine comment. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, I muted Brazil. It got me in a tiff. Yeah, yeah it got me in a, a, a real, real tiff. Real sour mood. Real, yeah, real. I was in a, a ramble, you know? So, would you rather be tiff or stiff? <laughs> but you could be both. <laughs> That'd be a mix of emotions. Like, yeah. I got another question for you. So I'm familiar with multiple schools in the state of Illinois. Um, one of them is Loyola. Um, Xavier used to play in a conference called the Atlantic 10. Loyola is currently in the Atlantic 10. I don't believe they've won a game in the Atlantic 10. And I wanted to let you uh, talk your proverbial shit. They're garbage. 
They're a stinky organization. Rogers Park is barely in the city of Chicago. It's way the fuck up there and God knows where. There's nothing good about it. You go up there and it stinks. It has a stench to it. It smells like hell. It smells like a truck stop up there and it's they play in a truck stop conference. They got so confident beating up on farmers every day. Ooh, look at us. We beat up on farmers playing basketball. They went to the A-10. A-10 is like the eighth or ninth best conference. I did the math this morning and they suck. They went to Philadelphia. They did a little like always sunny parody or it's like the game goes to Philadelphia. Then they lost by 31 uh, to St. Joe's. Like it's, it's, it's a, it's a joke. They had like four years with Porter Moser and Cam Crutwig where they, they beat up on the farmers and made that miraculous tournament run. They think they're hot shit. And they, they pulled the wool over the A-10's eyes. So credit to them. Like they tricked them. Yeah. They're like, congrats. We suck now. Game we're always going to suck forever now. We're, we're already here though. So Try good luck kicking us out. I, the I, feel like, has like, I feel like UConn did that to us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the has deal. like ten trillion teams, though. That's the difference. They'll take anyone. You know the commercial that goes, "We are farmers." Bup, 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 bup. Yeah, that's like the MVC. Yeah, can they get like a deal with Loyola or something like that? Yeah, they get I mean, every college has a shitty. You commercial. know, ours is terrible. Ours is really bad. Ours is. Uh, DePaul University, here we do. And it's like, you can make it the joke like, here, we do do. Yeah, like literally, I just think of poop every time I hear it. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's a well edited commercial and stuff. Uh, it's the production value is up there, but it's like, I don't know, it's a little sophomoric for my taste. I'll do a quick story. So, my favorite one we ever had was it was all these like, you know, student athletes talking about things that Xavier brings to them. And then they just had Tyreek Jones just say, sport. <laughs> Looks like he's got high as shit. <laughs> I thought the director was like, here, blow some of this weed real quick and just say sports in the camera high as fuck. All right, I can do that. Sports. I think right, a good Xavier good. commercial would have been uh, back when you guys said J.P. Makira, just having him sing like um, – just having him sing like Jordan Belfort or some like frat boy song <laughs> and just make him the most hated man. He was the most hated man, but make him even more hated in America. And just play it like the Whopper commercial. Like if Xavier's up thirty, then the other team gets to see that for thirty seconds. They should have totally just leaned into it. Is, is he the <laughs> guy that's been in the new Big East? Uh, it can't be. It can't, oh, from my perspective, I why well, I, I went to DePaul in twenty nineteen. So, uh-huh. like, but that. I've been yeah, but I've been following it because it's like you know a high conference or whatever. You talking like all time? Who's the most objective? So we'll just do new Big East because that's what we know. Who's the most objective since 2013 most hated Big East player? Okay, that's more in my wheelhouse. Um, I'm going to say it's Arch off the top of my head. Yeah. I was uh, the big Gillespie guy. I'm you name a white point guard at Nova and I'm going to hate him. Chris yeah, Holland. I'm just going to throw out some names but and then we'll get to Holland. the end. Gillespie because yeah. he did the armbar shit and would get whistles and stuff, but I don't think he would be the answer. Um Georgetown 2013. So you would have Mac McClung, but he's <laughs> probably not an answer either. McClung. Uh, uh, he wasn't really that hated because like Georgetown also sucked. Yeah, really that's a good point. Um, so yeah, it probably has to be someone on Nova. Makira, I mean, you guys would know better than I do. I mean, he, he just, I think just because of the punchable face and he would get pretty animated on the court. Yeah. Like he, he was pretty hated. He was Especially very easily was, like, the one seed. That easy, year. easy to hate so, unless you had him on your team yeah 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 the thing is dude i sure. met him in real life because we do like the zip him up like tbt stuff and even i was like i get it 
I, I kind of want to punch him in the face right now. I love him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, all things considered, all the way back to 2013, I think I'm going to go David Jones. He's kind of a scumbag. Um, no one really <laughs> likes him. Uh, he, he's like a he's like a traitor, so you know. So. I was so <laughs> I, I'm over it now because if you ask a St. John's fan, it's like they don't really want him either. Really? I, we genuinely like he he was really good at DePaul and stuff. He could do hero ball, but he was like he thought he was Kobe Bryant. Yeah. And when the St. John's fans got him, they're like, "Yeah, you guys are just jealous." And we're like, "No, he he's gonna commit turnovers and do like." He's going to take, gonna take like, contested fadeaways. And they're like, you guys are just, like, You're jealous dumb. and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the first conference game, they're like, get this fucking asshole off our team. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, he, like, comes off the bench. fan base in the Big East, St. John's. God, they're top. Uh, UConn, got to be, right? UConn's up there, but they're not, like, inwardly toxic as much. Like, St. John's fights amongst <laughs> themselves all the fucking time. Yeah, they do. <laughs> It's ridiculous. They the, um, they're just fighting with each other. The whole I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ! Take it out on the opponent. The fire ma party and then the Pollyanna party, God. which no matter what happens, it's like we're I mean, big red storm. Let's go, Johnny's. And all their stupid ass surveys <laughs> and shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ! Leave me alone. I don't want to take a fucking poll. God, <laughs> is that something they do? What are you talking yes, about, dude? They do this crazy <laughs> poll shit. I get oh, that, like, I know. I know what you mean. Uh, some Johnny's poll. I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> I always, I always try to mess it up. I do like a, con- <laughs> a concerted effort to pick the option that I think nobody would pick, and then go for it. That's why I created all my burners so I could skew them the way I wanted to. <laughs> Fuck them, dude. <laughs> the worst. What's your least favorite Big East team and then fan base? It's same answer. Come on. No, okay, UConn. Other than UConn, no, it's Marquette. <laughs> Yeah, dude, oh, fuck Marquette. So dude. easily. Oh, my Mar- God. Marquette, found, Marquette fans found me this week. It's been oh, so fucking worst, annoying. When they find you, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they come out of the woodwork. <laughs> Where are like, they? It's, well, team-wise, it's probably St. John's. Not only because, like, uh, David Jones, but Andre Curbelo is just, like, the worst oh. body language ever. So easy. Um, Curbelo pisses me off. They're pretty easy to hate. Um, fan, like, Marquette has Tyler Kolek, who I hate. Uh, he's pretty hateable. Uh, but like, do we all just hate know. white basketball players? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, well, no, because no, because like uh, Jack Nunji should be hateable because he's really, really good. But he's not like he's pretty, pretty reserved. You know, he's a gentle giant. Yeah, yeah, he's a gentle giant. Kolek had the whole like you know like fucked up thing in the preseason that was really annoying. Props to him. He's right. You know, like they were yeah, way like, better than me. And my brother were actually but, like, talking the other day about like what what Jack Nunji says when he's talking shit. So we came to the conclusion that, like, you know, it's not, like, anything, like, real vulgar, but he'll say something, like, vulgar, but in a respectful way. Like, oh, that was <laughs> like, a nice try, but unfortunately, I had sexual intercourse with your mother. <laughs> I just give, He gives me Andrew Luck vibes. Like, Andrew Luck would get tackled and be like, oh, nice hit. Like, he gives me Andrew Luck vibes, for sure. I miss Andrew Luck. Me too. He was a gem. He still yeah, is. He was a dog. I miss him being yeah. one of the Yeah. And then, yeah, the Marquette fan base is – I mean, there are good Marquette fans, you know? Um, there? There's been some that, like, if I'll trash talk Marquette, they won't – there will be, like, the normal bunch that are like, hey, man, we're a story programmed. Paul, we're, like – Trying to make you a Final Four, then talk to us. Yeah, or something really dumb like that. And then there will be Marquette fans who are like, why, man? Why? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I like those guys a lot better. Yeah, I like the why guys a lot better, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big Butler guy, personally. They don't really do it for me. 
Um, do we? What do we think about? I was thinking about this earlier today. Is there a consensus on if Hinkle is actually like a, a top three uh, venue in the Big East? Because the Big East oh, has the a consensus lot of is no. <laughs> oh really? You think? Oh, uh, Hinkle's trash. I, I've never think... been. I've heard it's super overrated. Hinkle's yeah, I don't actual think it's garbage. top three. Um, but there's there's the whole Hinkle magic which they believe in. Um, no, like, like t- tell, tell a Butler fan Hinkle's trash and they'll like murder your family. But <laughs> it's just like a field house, isn't it? And the well, only reason it's good it's is because it was, like, they yeah, they put it up bar. in like the Civil War. Yeah, like yeah. Ju- just because it was part of Hoosiers does not make it that great. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like, what's the best thing about Butler? They have an old ass fucking building. That's like the best thing they fucking going for. Clocks. Like, yeah, their campus, is, their campus is like bore. It's like it's like the. the campus equivalent of like a corporate break room really really boring you just soul anywhere. crushing yeah have you ever been, you've been to any other biggies venues uh i've been to fisters but i feel like that doesn't really count because it's not a campus it but i've been there it looks nice it is nice it's really nice um props to them that's that's like a great area they have good food there too they have like a foot-long hot dog last time i went there um I don't think I have, though, any other ones. I've never been to MSG. That would have been the one that I would have gone to. And then, like, uh, my cousin went to Xavier, um, but I was I missed a trip where we watched her play volleyball or something. So that would have been it. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing, step cousin? What are you doing, step cousin? Uh, What do you think about uh, DePaul's new arena? It's not – I feel like it's not that new anymore, but it's nice. I mean, it's – if only we could fill the fucking place. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't want to put anything on record because I don't know. Within okay. within the last five, five years, years, we're at Allstate. Yeah, 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 yeah. About we were at Allstate before that. It's super nice. It's like you know, not near nice. campus, but it's uh, you can take the red line and stuff. Or I don't know, parking's nice next to McCormick Center. Yeah, it's like really good venue. We just need to fill the fucking place. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's your current thought on Dick DePaul season so far? <laughs> Man, I, 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 don't, I don't know. It's sort of you just ride the waves. Like uh, coming in, we were consensus last, really. Like people put us below Georgetown. It's kind of hard to imagine even after they went winless. It's like, yeah, well, they got Kudus Wahab back and they got like all these guys coming yeah, in. Exactly. I was like, yeah, they, they, Georgetown. They fucking won no games last year, and you guys are still putting us last. It was kind of pissed me off. But, um, yeah, and then we started the season, and then everyone died. Like, our <laughs> Caleb Murphy came in. He's got a sick mixtape. I'd look it up. His crossover is insane. He hasn't played a minute. Uh, Nick on Jenda, who had, like, two blocks a game last year, he hasn't played a minute. And this is conference in conference and out. So, uh, it's been brutal. Those guys probably won't play at all this year. And then we've had we had Yorane out for a while, and we've had injury problems. And great name, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it is great. Uh, a lot of puns. Um, I don't know. It's just like I feel like we can beat almost any team in the Big East, but we can very we could easily lose to Georgetown next week, and it wouldn't surprise me too much. I'd be devastated, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm shocked. It's not, yeah, but it's, yeah. you know for a fact if they beat you guys, then they're sending Ewing. Yeah. So. That, that could be a good spin zone. I could spin it as we called in the favor. 
took one for right. the team, and now he's here for like an extra like five years. Because that, that would be <laughs> if that happens, I'm gonna go the shit out of DePaul. Like, yeah, doing doing good for the entire world. Take one for the team. Love that for you guys. Yeah, that'd be Just amazing. Think of all the Photoshop, content that would be created. Photoshop like a dib's head on Jesus on the cross. Just <laughs> 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 really take it up to eleven. Yeah, I mean it's DePaul. It, it, that's what you guys do. You guys are everyone's sweetheart. But I'm we nervous died for your guys' sins. Everyone should be. Everyone who plays Georgetown at this point should be nervous as shit. Not because you think yeah. you're going to but if you do, it's going to fucking suck. Uh, Absolutely. If, if you're the one that breaks the streak, then oh. it's just – you might as well just end your program. You're going to be publicly ridiculed if you break the streak. I don't understand how they're as bad as they are. They have spurts where it's like, wow. Dude, if you look at their roster. Like, yeah. Pr- Primo Spears yeah. is a Primo dog. Primo Spears is like one of the best guards in the conference. And then you have like Wahab. You have uh, – right. They're not. Bad. They have another guard, Heath. They, that's okay. Like they're they're it's actually not bad. A pretty good roster. They're, they actually got a good roster. Like honestly, I think their roster is like somewhere in the seven to ten range. Yeah. Like if so, Sean, so you're like, saying it's if not Sean 11. Miller took over that team. If like, Sean, Miller, be, Sean Miller would take them to the tournament. George, yeah, Georgetown would be like they would be at like a seat in the hall level instead of where they're currently at. Like a. Yeah, I think they'd be like a eight and twelve Big East team under Sean Miller. Yeah, I don't think that's they'd be that like great. a St. John's seat in the hall. Butler, Dude, probably better than Butler how, territory. Who in the fuck is that coach still the coach? <laughs> I don't get it. I love it, but I don't get it. Um, I mean, would you do you buy the theory that Georgetown just wants to be like a like a William and Mary or like a an elite <laughs> East Coast college and they don't really care about sports? Like that's a genuine theory. Like people are but like, you hey, have to. They don't like, care anymore. Can, they you have to to not win a Big East game an entire fucking season. <laughs> If you're the uh, Georgetown basketball director, because I know it's separate from the AD, would you hire? Uh, would you hire Jay Williams? It's his dream job. Yes, I would <laughs> do anything. That? <laughs> no, that's fucking hilarious. What, Jay what, Williams tweeted out like out of nowhere. He tweeted out like last week, like people have been asking me. So here it is. I would be the coach, the like the head coach at Georgetown. It's been a dream job of mine, or something. It's like nobody, nobody, <laughs> nobody asked. And Patrick Ewing is currently employed in the middle of the season. But <laughs> where did this come from? Like, what? <laughs> I think it was after uh, after the Nova loss where they had it and then blew it. Probably. I'm sure it's know. like you know, like three people asked him like throughout the past three years, and he's like, you know, people have been asking. I must say, I think publicly. <laughs> To everybody, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing that every single time they lose. Yeah, well, somebody like that was like everyone. All the burners in the Big East were like, publicly, I I am in for the Georgetown <laughs> job. It is my dream <laughs> job. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I, I said it's always been a dream about like people have been asking. I must say, the Joseph Auto Group <laughs> ball st- ball toss has always been a dream job. <laughs> I mean, the standards got to keep getting lower, and at some point, it's gonna get down to our level. <laughs> That reminds me, if you guys were going to do the uh, Dr. Pepper like football throw thing at halftime of some football games, would you employ the normal throw strategy or would you go with chess pass? I feel like I'd be letting everybody down if I didn't go normal throw. (laughs) If you go chess pass and lose, it's like a bad look. (laughs) (laughs) At least I was family's watching. Yeah, your dad calls. What the fuck was that? I'd be practicing like a bitch. Can you practice? <laughs> How would you do that? I'd be out there like, like doing throws in the run. <laughs> I'd be out no. there training in the rain. <laughs> like Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I'd steal one of those plastic things from like a, a Walgreens or something, like wherever they are. Eggs. <laughs> yeah. 
blend them up. I'd pull like cars around by my teeth in a chain. <laughs> I love people that do that, right? Yeah, yeah. that's how. <laughs> how fun is it right now watching UConn eat shit? Um, it is funny seeing the entire fan base do like a one eighty. Um, cause in December they were like, I don't see how we lose. You look at our schedule and it's like, oh it, like genuinely people, people were like, yeah, I don't really feel lost in there. This might be it. And it's like, just wrap the season after beating uh Bama. They, they had some good out of conference, but like, that's why in conference matters. You have to be good Honestly, for those more than like a month. Games have been like helping the entire big East. Cause that's like three quad one wins they've given everybody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> God damn it, not they're again. They're 500 that... Big East team, and they're, like, number seven in the net. Yeah, and, I mean, they all their losses were – oh, they lost at home to St. John's. That was really funny. I put put aside my St. John's hate boner for that. Like, that <laughs> – I don't know how the hell they did that. They shot themselves in the f- foot so many times. Uh, then they went into Milwaukee and lost, right? And they lost in uh, the – I'm going to call it the dunk. They lost in the dunk. Right, they yeah, the did, yes, yeah. So and th- like, well, it's. I saw them say like, I know no escalators was like, all right, we got the hard part of the schedule all the way. Now it's St. John's at home. Like, let's <laughs> kick back and then they lose by double digits or whatever. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's been kind of nice. <laughs> I love seeing them. Eat it is always fun when they have a meltdown. It's because it's just like because they space after every single game and like their <laughs> spaces they actually. Like... Can we talk about this? <laughs> What the I, fuck is up with these psychopaths and just going on hour-long <laughs> monologues? Their spaces are are oh. really, really long. Like, I remember even last year, they would be like, I would be up at 3 in the morning Central Time, and it would they'd still be going on. It's like East Coast. Like, like on a Monday or something, on a Tuesday. And I'd go in, and Hot Balls would be eating, like, lasagna into the <laughs> mic. And they'd be talking about, like, uh, like tree frogs or something like they, they'd be they wouldn't even be no, talking about no, no chicken horn fraud no that's that's not not them no fraud that's i guess they didn't embrace it i probably will ask there's, like okay so we have the chicken parm what's the next some, recipe oh my god i don't know i was thinking about it this year i was like i might have to switch it up if uh if we lose to georgetown again because last year, that's how it came about. We were losing so many times. We were comp- It was like us versus winless Georgetown. I was like, all right, if we lose this game, um, this is going to become a chicken parm account. And everyone was like, yeah. Everyone was, <laughs> everyone was really amped. They're like, yeah, we want you to be a chicken parm account now. And then they we won pretty comfortably. And everyone's like, fuck you. <laughs> I need a recipe or something. So uh, I was thinking. You need to start a Georgetown chicken parm account. Yeah, I think somebody somebody did. There's a Xavier fan. I forget his name. Uh, every now and then, I'll post something about like basketball, just like a standard post, and he'll be like, "This has nothing to do with chicken parm. Why do I even follow you? What the fuck?" <laughs> That's the only time I heard against the ball is when you you tease us with chicken parm. <laughs> yeah, so the amount of people that were like, "Damn it, I wanted DePaul to lose for once." You should just create a chicken parm degenerate burner account. <laughs> And do what? Post recipes? Yeah, then we get everything. I think I posted – I did that in the summer. I said, like, if we don't get a recruit within the next week, I'm turning this into a chicken parm account. And we didn't. And I did it for, like, a few days. I turned it into uh, the parm farm and genuinely posted some of my favorite recipes because I switch it up every now and then. Are you um, an I think I got – And a chicken parm connoisseur. Yeah, I am. Oh. Um, I, I, I'm partial to a few recipes. I think I posted Martha Stewart's – 
uh, action bra wrapper has a really good chicken parm recipe. I think it's um, it's that guy with Mario Batali's uh, recipe. Just um, the wrong people, dude. So there's I made ramen the other day. <laughs> there's some there's some variety in my my parms. Even I think people people misunderstand misunderstand the nuance. We should make a yearly tradition where whenever we live closer to each other, whichever team loses, the other play, the other team has to come over and make chicken palm. Yeah, let's not start that this year. Not this reasons. year. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going to come out there, and I don't expect you to come out here. But someday in the future, I'm. I'm going to manifest it right now. So okay, we'll we'll wait till Rick Pitino's coaching Georgetown and um yeah uh, DePaul. And, <laughs> yeah, DePaul. Yeah. And I was going to say like, yeah, like Popovich, but <laughs> okay, Popovich to Georgetown. <laughs> <laughs> we could start it. Start, I mean, let's let's, let's manifest why, it. But it is. We've yeah. made crazy things happen. Like what? We made a lot. <laughs> a lot of crazy shit. Uh, what's your favorite funny Biggie story uh, of your life? Favorite <sighs> thing? Maybe thing that's ever happened on Twitter. Your favorite moment, but it's got to be funny. Like uh, like for the sickos. There's a ton, especially on my Twitter. There's some stuff that I've manifested or I was kidding around that actually like happened. I'm trying to remember what you were you on when I was still a Nova game. That shit was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it all came pouring out. Just went into that hot ball space and he was he was he dude, he was laughing like a teenage girl. Like he was just <laughs> losing his fucking mind at the Fortune Five. I heard. Oh the, yeah, so fucking funny. Because I'd made that joke before, but um, I didn't have an image to it, and I was like, "Well, I'll bring it up again." Um, oh, and then I found I found this picture on Google Images where it's like one of the it's like a classic just like YouTube thumbnail meme, and it's like yeah. these two guys, and it's just like biggest fraud in history. <laughs> it's, it's perfect. We're Villanova and Kyle Neptune. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna have to get back to you on that. Unless, I mean, I'd have to go digging. There's been some insane stuff. Um, people recognize me all the time. Okay, I'll give you guys a story. Um, so I was. This is like a real life story too, which is rare for this burner account that I've created. So I was at, and this actually happened. It sounds fake, but here we go. So I was at a Coles bar on Milwaukee Avenue in Chicago. Very confusing. Um, <laughs> I was, I was thrown off. <laughs> And it's uh, it's more of like kind of a hipster bar, not really my crowd, but I can check in there every now and then see my friend's place. So I go in there one day after a bar. It's like pretty late, one or midnight or something, sitting there drinking or whatever. Really tall dude walks in, kind of looks like Brandon Johnson, who was on DePaul last year. And uh, um... wait, can you guys hear me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. the first one. My bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, this guy walks in, kind of looks tall, kind of looks like Brandon Johnson. Uh, and I was like, oh, that guy looks like Brandon Johnson. And then he walks past or whatever. He's got like a group with him. There's some random guy sitting next to our table, like cr- crowded bar. You know, we're in a booth. He's sitting, he's like standing next to me or whatever. He like dabs up the guy and talks to his friends. And I like tap him on the shoulder. I was like, hey, man, is that Brandon Johnson? He gives me like a weird look. And he's like, yeah, that is. And so I, I go up to Brandon Johnson. And I was like, hey, man, because he just signed like a deal in Venezuela or some shit. I was like, hey, man, like, congrats. He's like, oh, thanks. Go back to the booth. The same guy who tapped on the shoulder. I'm, I'm not fucking around. He taps me on the shoulder. He goes, hey, are you the uh, blue demon degenerate? And I was like, my friend who's sitting next to me who knows 
my secret identity. He's like, he gives me like a look and I, I give the guy a look. I was like, no, what is that? And he's like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> and he's like, oh, it's this like really cool account. He does like memes and stuff. And I was like, oh, really? Show me. <laughs> That's awesome. And so he, he pulls up my account on his phone and I'm like pretending to scroll through it. I was like, oh, this guy looks awesome. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, okay. And then I was like pretending to like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to give this guy a follow. He seems really cool. He's like, yeah. And he turns around and then <laughs> waited for that guy to leave. And I was like, no fucking way. And I was like, I, I think at one point I asked him, I was like, why did you think I was that guy? And he's yeah. like, well, you're like the only person I know that like talks about DePaul basketball. <laughs> just some random guy at a bar. Like, That's out of the blue. He just assumed like, yeah, that guy's probably, probably him. And he was right. He was <laughs> right. Fucking, yeah. Just <laughs> he asked if a certain guy was Brandon Johnson. Yeah, I mean, and it was him, which is also weird. Like, I did not think that would be Brandon Johnson's kind of bar, uh, yeah. but apparently it was. Yeah, and so it, that was the craziest thing that's ever happened, and it happened at a time where I was not in DePaul basketball mode. So it was really, <laughs> really fucking weird. Got you super off guard. I definitely get it. Yeah. Andy, have we any more questions? What so, do you expect to happen on Wednesday, my dude? Tomorrow. Tomorrow, or, yeah. today, the when people are listening to this, it'll be today. today. Yeah, I'll probably yeah. release this at like noon. What will happen in a few hours? Uh, well, first, <laughs> first of all, when is that game? It's at eight thirty. Uh, five thirty Pacific time. Okay, seven. So seven thirty Central. Yeah, seven thirty Central. Yes. Six thirty Mountain. And then, like right. you know, four a.m. in Italy. In London, uh, yeah, yeah, like two in London for all the London fans. There was a DePaul fan who would watch games from Japan. So, oh, we we have a, we have a uh, fan from China, super dedicated guy. I feel like it's five a.m. here. <laughs> He's watching the Muskies. Oh. Holy shit! Is that a? That's an owl. <laughs> There's an <laughs> owl on that telephone line. <laughs> that thing's huge. What's happening? There's an owl on the telephone line over there. Yes. It's like a. Have you guys ever seen an owl before? They're big. I didn't think they got that big. I'm buying Temple stock as we speak. Yeah, holy shit! If that's a, uh, if that's more, a sign, more of a Florida Atlantic guy, I think ah, they lost fair. today, but right. Uh, anyways, uh, all right. So it's a it's seven thirty local time because that's where the game is being played. Haha. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know where I'm going with that. You know, if it was the morning, I'd be like, maybe it's a factor. But seven thirty, it's pretty standard time for a game. Uh, they'll know the spread tomorrow. But what do you think the spread it's, is going to be? It's it's minus eight. Oh, it's eight. Yeah, minus eight okay. in, in favor of Xavier. Not that bad. Oh, really? Damn. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh, it was in favor kind of, of kind of stunning here. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. It yeah, eight. I mean, well, it, here's the thing. It's tricky because I'm sure last year when you guys came to Wintrust, obviously, you know, a similar team, but with Travis Steele, you guys weren't playing nearly as well. But I don't think you expected to, to lose now, did you? Nope. I mean, I don't think we ever expected to lose to DePaul. Like when, <laughs> when we did, it was like the end of the world. Yeah, and that's 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 you're welcome. We got Travis literally Steel the fired. end of the world in 2020. <laughs> we got Travis Steele like, fired. Yeah, like last year, the so DePaul game last year at Centos was the game that like they really started chanting "Fire Steel." Like the student section was like full on ready to storm the court <laughs> chanting "Fire Steel." DePaul, DePaul once again doing good for the world, getting steel out of here, giving us Sean. We Oak. got you guys nationally invited. I'd like to say <laughs> you helped us get 69th and for that, we appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be really, I mean, would you rather win the NAT or lose in the first round? Cause you would totally have steeled it up. I'd rather but... be 60 40th. That's for sure. 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, if you ain't tomorrow, first, be 69th. Something I yeah. am kind of curious about, Javen Johnson and Mo Gibson against Seton Hall, the team played really well, but they shot like shit uncharacteristically. Like they're both snipers. So hopefully that means that they're due. And Adam Kunkel and Sule Boom are going to be like, these guys suck. And they, the <laughs> two of them combined for like 96% from uh, deep. That's how they're going to win if they just outshoot them. I mean, uh, Yorane and Deshaun Nelson. Sean Nelson's been playing like prime Kevin Garnett lately, but they might have trouble with uh, <laughs> with uh, Fremantle and Nunji. It's basically Otis Thorpe and Hakeem Olajuwon. That's a hell of a deal. Uh, people, people have been saying that. That's what people are saying. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard, um, I've heard uh, Tim Duncan and um, Robinson. Matt Bonner. <laughs> I'll let you figure out who's who. <laughs> I think I know. Which one. Shut up. The owl, the motor. Yeah, it was the okay. owl. He's r- yeah. ripping a Harley. He's They're still ripping. there on the telephone wire. But um, <laughs> we need like a every like a bi-minutely owl update. <laughs> He's still there. <laughs> I, if if he didn't fly up there, I would have thought he was fake. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> yeah, they say it. Yeah, he is gone. Damn, behind a building. Yeah, you gotta get some owl food, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I should get a falconer's glove. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna be tracking this. I'm dead serious. I'm gonna need updates. Yeah, I am. I am. So too. last year we needed to find Tammy. This year we need to find that owl. Yeah, I hope he's clipped. So when are we going to combine institutions and just create a mega university? How would that work? You get like you get like a bullet train between campuses. It's 2023, and we can probably create like some kind of like well, underground tunnel system or something. Well, first of all, what would it be called? Deep DPX, XDP. It sounds. <laughs> I like XDP. That's the one. XXXDP. <laughs> Xavier 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 DePaul sounds like a, what are you a law doing? firm. Deaf University. <laughs> I, and I then like once it. we once we get that figured out, we'd have to have XDP Chicago and XDP uh, Cincinnati. Norwood. Campus. Yeah, Nor <laughs> Norwood. Yeah. Ah, Cincinnati. You forget that it's like one point two miles away. Yeah, Xavier's campus is all one thing, right? It's not like disjointed. It is. One it's thing. barely one thing. Now it is. It's like man, you I fell off. Now this is probably Man City. Andy, you've the been Patriots gone for... fell off, man. We're they stink. Football now. <laughs> we made the football. Oh, thank God! Thank football God, we football. the Pioneer League. So, if you yeah, I said guess, who day? If you can guess which team Blue Demon Degenerate is a fan of, I will give you five American dollars. <laughs> all right, five. Okay, True. so which football no team? Canadian. People are shocked. Yep. And NFL. Like, I don't tell people this because they just assume I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. There's one off where there's a hint. I'm not a Bears fan. He is a Bears fan. Just kidding. Okay, so so you got one out. You got one out of the way. So Bears fan, but there's another one. He's not a Bears fan. I was just fucking no, okay. not a Bears fan at all. One team, not, a... not the Bears. Okay, and if you're always from Chicago, though. Yeah, I'm Chicago. I'm a Blackhawks fan, White Sox fan. Fuck the Cubs. Hate the Cubs. Um, and uh, this and Bulls, yeah, and then this football team. This okay. Um, it is the. I feel like I know who you're gonna guess. Please I don't want to say it. Please don't do it. <laughs> I'm broke. The Carolina Cap, it's Panthers. The one that you. What'd you say? The Carolina Panthers. The... Thank God. <laughs> Why did you guess that? 
I, big, I don't fucking know. It's the most random team I can think of. <laughs> <laughs> no one's well, a Panthers fan. No. <laughs> Patriots. Oh, t- yeah. Patriots fan. Patriots, Lakers. <laughs> I thought you were going to uh, say Cowboys. DePaul. <laughs> you got that classic. I root and, all the uh, DePaul, Yankees, and all those teams. Duke basketball, DePaul basketball, Bama DePaul football, basketball. Uh, yeah. Lakers. Big Bama yeah. football fan. <laughs> I was an Oregon fan like five years ago. So my man, love that. I guess it's more like ten now. Jesus, they haven't been good in a while. I know. Not much of a college football guy. I take it you guys are the same. Andy's a Notre Dame fan, which is unfortunate. We we put up. <sighs> a I know. I know. We put up. A I, know, I know. Chicago is hate <laughs> Notre Dame. It's gross. I I've know. been to the Notre Dame bar. I think it's the clans. Uh, it's either Declan's or Declan's. I'm always drunk when I go there, so I don't know. <laughs> you go to their um, right? Yeah, well, it's I went there for one of the games, and it's like fucking madhouse. I mean, unfathomably, just a bunch of cockheads up there, Notre Dame. I mean, so hear me out. I'm sure you're great, shirt. though. It's okay that we're better than you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I hate you. <laughs> I will. I will pay for you to fly for the first day of your football game. <laughs> you know, there's that there's that old joke. How do you know Andy Pick is a Notre Dame fan? He'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, oh, I'll fucking tell you. It's an old timer, old time joke. They've been telling that one since the French Revolution. Now there's a helicopter. This there's always something going on in this city. How wait? How close to LA do you live? I'm right in it. Oh, you're I'm there. Like near, okay. I'm near. I'm near downtown. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, there's bullshit that, happening all over the place. Is that fun? You got owls. I mean, you got police cars. It's crazy over there. Yeah, there's always something happening. Yeah. You, you got like Staples it? Center. They suck. Yeah, it, it, the weather's been shitty though. There, I moved here and everyone's like, "Oh, it never rains." Fucking rains like every day, apparently, because <laughs> the, the winter apparently it rains a lot, which no one told me. But you go from just... Chicago to LA, we're bitching about the weather. <laughs> Yeah, at least it's not 20 here. Now it's like 50, 60s and raining. So, I mean, if it helps, it's like 65 right now. That should have been like the nicest day of the year. In in, it is, yeah, Yeah, it was like it was like 67 today. It was nice as shit. That's that's about beautiful and sunny, warmer than it was here. Imagine (laughs) we're we're kicking LA's ass today, Andy. It's first time. Fuck, we don't have owls, we have zero owls. Zero owls, 67 degrees, and sunny. I'm going to tell my landlord that. You better lower my rent or I'm moving out of here to Cincinnati. <laughs> you better make <laughs> it sunny and 100% less owls or I'm fucking moving. Yeah. Well, at least, at least he wasn't here hooing. Have you guys ever heard owls like hoot? They're fucking loud. <laughs> <laughs> They're really – no, they don't even like – they like hoo, you know? They put their <gasps> back into it. Yeah. <laughs> It's really, so you'll really find out loud. tomorrow when we have two stops and we'll start barking like owls. Sounds yeah. like my stepsister. Who the fuck owls? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Sounds like Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> BDD, I got, I got to manifest it. Big East tournament. We've got to get you and JP Carlisano you know, on the on the pod. I feel like you two yeah, would go down. together like peanut butter and tuna fish. I think we have. I go. Have you been to? Can we figure it out, LA? <laughs> You're there, in LA. There's yeah. either, there must be like an orphanage fire. There must be that's bodies. That's uh, yeah, I, have you, we talked about Yukon spaces. You ever been in a Seton Hall space? No. It's like it's it's 
about half the size, third the size maybe. They're pretty intent. Bigger accents. They all sound like they're from The Sopranos. There's a guy. There's a guy that's in JP's spaces, uh, named Shakes, and he has. <laughs> I don't know, like what his deal is, but he always calls in from like his car or something. It sounds like he's talking through a megaphone, and he has no <laughs> he has no awareness about it. Uh, one time they played Iowa and they lost, and like Seton Hall fans were talking shit. So Jordan Bohannon came into the uh, Seton Hall space. Oh shit! And was like, yeah, he he went in there and was like, it was a big thing. The, a lot of Iowa fans went in to follow him, and he was talking like, yeah, you guys did this and blah blah blah, and like Iowa, like we're just better, blah blah blah. And Shakes goes on like this rant about Seton Hall basketball or something. Sounds like it's through a megaphone. He's like, <laughs> and then like there's he finishes. There's like two second pause, and Jordan Bohead is like. Dude, are you talking through a fucking megaphone right now? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. That's awesome. It was an all-time space moment. Probably my favorite of any That's space. It was it was incredible. This is the worst mic of all time. <laughs> I <laughs> love like old people. Stole in space. it from like a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, it was old amazing. people in spaces are the fucking best. <laughs> yeah, we have we we're not no strangers to those. Back when we used to do spaces because we'd win out of conference games. Yeah, um, we would have old guys come in and just be like, "Hey guys, thanks for doing this. I haven't had optimism in this program since like the '80s, and you know <laughs> we might be bad, but like you guys care, and that's enough." And it's like, really, it's pretty heartwarming. It is, you know. And it's like we go get butt blasted the next day by like fucking twenty, and it's like, <laughs> well, well, we've got the spirit. What's it like being a ball fan, man? Like, I gotta respect it. <laughs> no one, I mean, no one can ever take it away from me. Went, I went there, attended it. I feel like it's an obligation, you know? And then you have, like, the ultimate respect. Like, it's, it's kind of like the Browns. Like, I got to give yeah. them their fucking props, man. They show up in the fucking cold to watch the fucking Browns every fucking exactly year. Exactly, like it's the like, Browns. Oh, and I gotta respect they're them. out there. Yeah, Except cold. you guys are way more lovable. Yeah, and it's also like, well, that's the thing. Like, Cleveland, it's like, well, what are they going to do, you know? It's right. like in Creighton, all the Creighton fans are like, look at our attendance. It's amazing. You would never see that at Wintrust because you guys don't give a shit. It's like, well, first of all, we're ass. Second of all, <laughs> there's stuff to do in Chicago, you know, like a lot yeah. of stuff. It's not like Omaha. You Like you could be like, oh, I'll go see a demon game or I'll go like to like a world-class restaurant. I don't know. Right, exactly. <laughs> awesome so, bar scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you should, you should go. If anyone uh, – my default response, I kind of stopped responding to the DePaul attendance like – quips you know the Bullshit, little digs yeah. um i just say look at the basically DePaul fan porn look at the texas tech game the highlights from that game we had like 80 percent of the crowd 90 percent of the crowd because we were eight no in the lato era and we thought we had yeah. like hope that crowd when jalen coleman lands hit like a big time three at the end of the game against uh not the runner-up in the nation texas tech that crowd went bonkers and like that's what it would be like if we were good but like we're not going to show up to Georgetown, you know, fucking 11 a.m. on a Saturday and be like, yeah, let's let's watch like great basketball because it's, it's shit. Bad product. How did it feel to see Wintrust go crazy? It's kind of magical. I was sitting uh, I was sitting right behind the basket in the student section front row. Um, so not a great view, but like, you know, you're in it. You're in the you can hear everything. You can hear like all the players making calls, stuff like that. And like Jalen, we were down four in overtime or something to Texas Tech, and Jalen Coleman lands hit this big three. The place went nuts, and of course 
we uh we win the game in OT, nine and zero in the season. Which for Paul, it's like you know, fuck it, come on, like nine and zero. Yeah. We just beat, just knocked off the runner ups to the to the champions, and we like someone decided to just run on the court. So we all instead of court storming, we did like a court stroll. We all just kind of like moseyed out into center court, and we're like, yeah, we just let's just go over here now. What we're gonna do, yeah. Somebody put like Paul Reed on their shoulders and like carried him and stuff. Like oh. it, it was like we won a natty. It was pretty cool. Beautiful thing. <laughs> Dave Lado was like, yeah, let's go, students. Yeah, I'm gonna be here forever. <laughs> what would you do? What would you do if in like 2026 Lado comes back? Oh my trick. God! I thought you were gonna say win a natty. Jesus Christ! Man. <laughs> <laughs> what a turn! <laughs> Some something realistic. Um, well, the the headlines would write themselves. You'd go Lado, period, and then the E would be a three. I mean, that's pretty. That's a given. Yeah. Um, it would one million percent be national news. It would be like you know, like <laughs> yeah. King George the Third coming, you being you know, God, king so again. <laughs> I. I don't know what I would do. I'd later probably check myself into an asylum. Later to Georgetown. I'm all think? for it. It'd be amazing. That, oh yeah, what would be an upgrade? What's the DePaul? It probably would be, to be honest. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> I mean, later did have that top four recruiting class. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> for the third time. Yeah, maybe fourth. Wi Fi is being a little fucky today. <laughs> Andy can hear us. I can hear you, but I also have smart food. <laughs> Good. What? He's got that white chocolate, white cheddar popcorn, white chocolate cheddar. Oh, pop. smart, smart, smart pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good man. Andy, did you have anything else? We, we were kind of talking offline. I think we're about kicked. Yeah, we're we're just we're in the shooting the shit stage of the pod. Yeah, that's been the entire thing. Yeah, I think All the whole right. thing. <laughs> so real quick, yeah. um, the, the last thing I need from you is a quick score prediction. Well, let me pull up my uh, analytics site, the Gen Palm here. Um, Love that. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna feel kind of, it's gonna feel kind of cheap because I know the answer because it's computer generated, but it's gonna be uh, eighty-five, eighty-one DePaul in double OT. Eighty-five, eighty-one DePaul in double OT. Double OT. We're gonna slow it down, and uh, we're gonna grind it out. So you're you're gonna slow it down and score eighty-five points. In double OT. Let's okay, relax. okay, yeah. Okay. Well, there's Xavier, that's pretty slow. Will there be a court strolling or no? A court strolling? Yeah, you know, I think there will be. What is tomorrow? Wednesday? Wednesday night? The the, yeah. the student section should be... Uh, what's your, what's your what's, guess what's the over-under on attendance? Yeah. Yeah, hit the <laughs> over-under. Oh, and you guys will take the over-under? Yeah, hit us with the over-under on attendance, and we're going to play the over-under game. Okay, uh, I'll go. Um, I think our max capacity is twelve. So Something like that. Xavier, big time team, top ten in the country. It's Wednesday night, kids don't want to go to class. We proved that Villanova. Uh, I'm gonna go four thousand and a half. That's not bad. So four thousand yeah, and a half people. Know. Yeah, you taking the over or the under. I'm smashing the under. <laughs> I'm destroying the under, and I'm I'm, every, I'm, I'm taking out debt to smash the under. <laughs> uh, 
I gotta. We, we well, now we have to look up the official numbers. I don't know if yeah, that's I'm, right. I'm looking into it right now. I'm looking into I it think right now. Wintrust probably keeps that information more secure than the FBI. But I, I want to see what <laughs> the poll at Georgetown is going to look like. Oh man, <laughs> it's going to be oh, fucking brother. epic. <laughs> that's going to be fucking epic. <laughs> I want to go to that game. This is like anything you say is going to make it to the broadcast. It's probably going to be free, right? <laughs> like they It'll were free against. Yeah. We did. We did look at the um. We were mid podcast <laughs> and looked at the DePaul ver- like the Georgetown at DePaul tickets, and they're like six dollars. <laughs> I'm surprised they're that high. I wouldn't pay that much. So ESPN just... is saying the attendance is normally in the fours, which kind of surprises me. I would have guessed in the twos or the threes. So yeah, well, you're probably Andy's right. Be homeless. See, seeing this, so against Seton Hall, you had forty five hundred. Yeah, eat a dick, Pickerel. <laughs> Take out a loan. Fuck you. No, that was me. That was, <laughs> oh, that was you. Oh shit. You did. Sorry, Andy, Providence. Pro- Providence thirty three hundred, and that was an undefeated Providence in the Big East at the time. So, uh, I, I think I'll take the under or the over though, because Xavier fans travel. So I think I'm gonna take the over. I'm gonna, you know, go out of debt. I'm gonna pay this debt You're off. Flip flopping. I'm flip flopping, man. What the hell? That's bogus. You a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Respectful ear. Yeah, respectfully. Look at you guys. 4,100 against Georgetown. Real fans. Respect that. Yeah, see, 4,000 was actually pretty spot on. <laughs> I pulled that number out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> that's impre- that's imp- yeah, you did a really good job with the over-under. I'm impressed. Yeah. You said $6 for Wintrust George- against Georgetown? That seems high. That seems like a game where I'd show up to the arena without a ticket, <laughs> act like I had one, and then go, oh, I don't know where it is. And they go, you can just go on. That's honestly going to be the big Seco's <laughs> game of the year to Paul at Georgetown. I can't fucking wait. The first one was. That's what got the, the CBB account followed me, which is kind of cool. The Seco's no, account. That's freaking beautiful. And they were all into it. We didn't get beveled, though. I think that's just a football thing. One twenty four, January 24th, 7 p.m., <laughs> so 6 p.m. Central. Set your clocks. So Paul at your appointment. Appointment TV FS1. You got a date with death. <laughs> See, Patrick Ewing. That's one of my favorite things is the fact that so Houston, the number one team in the country this year, uh, was playing Tulane today, but they couldn't get on national television. They had to play on ESPN Plus. <laughs> but Paul Georgetown is on national TV. Anybody you don't Needle pay five dollars for that one. Movers. <laughs> Needle, read my lips. Needle movers. Do you know? Do you know the most watched college basketball game this year? Do you? No. Oh, the Christmas Day. Christmas Day tradition. You think I'm fucking around with this whole needle mover thing? We move the needle more than more than anyone in the conference, more than anyone in the country, except I guess maybe Creighton. They have a claim, but like. Uh, yeah, look it up. DePaul, DePaul's in the most viewed college basketball game of the year. It might do more ratings than the fucking championship game. So I don't want to hear DePaul. We move the needle. I mean, stats are stats. Numbers don't lie. That's true. That's what they say. You, you've got it's the hard stats, to, It is hard to argue with analytics, which is why. Just call me Ken Darren Ravel. I'm all up in those analytics. <laughs> the analytics. I love it. <laughs> analytics. <laughs> All up in those angles. What are you Love doing, that. Step Darren? <laughs> <laughs> and start the music. I'm dusting off my MLK memorabilia collection or whatever he said. <laughs> and that is top, we, my favorite. It's, it's always typically that type of shit where we end it. Just completely, you know, you know I'm, completely I'm, off the wall and just end it. You know, on Letterman, he did like a top 10. You guys should end Roll Blob every episode with 
top five best Ravel tweets and just do it every episode. Like it's the same thing. Yeah, Maybe over if he fires a good one off. Yeah, he, he like the rankings change. Number one would be uh when he he posted on Instagram that he wanted to reconnect with like that three-year-old girl. Remember, do you guys see that? You know what I'm talking Jesus about? Christ. <laughs> there was a picture of him in as a three-year-old with some other three-year-old girl, and he's like 1982 Florida Country Club or whatever. I never thought girls were disgusting. I always thought they were cool. Looking to reconnect with like Leslie here. I, I, she's probably 45 now. If anybody knows any information, hit me up. And it was like one of the most deranged things I've ever seen. So fucking weird. <laughs> Northwestern guy, by the way. How do we feel? Yeah, about we're not shocked. We're not shocked. They're they're, they're losers. They don't care about athletics either. So. Like they don't. They're, they're just. So they wear they wear they wear Chicago uniforms. They really, and, and then all their bios have Evanston in them. It's 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 a crock. If I had my way, they they'd be blown off the map. They wouldn't exist. You'd be blowing <laughs> them off the map. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Big. Some, off I mean, I don't, Northwestern girls are not. I I always thought the smarter the college was, the better looking the girls. They 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 don't. They're the outlier there. They're not hot. <laughs> None of them. All of them. Blanket statement. It's true. None of them. Yeah, hey, let's just let them. Let's North, just let Northwestern them girls were not at the Peach Bowl. No, they were not. 